Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We've been reading the book of Genesis, and last time last time we read chapter 26, and at the end of chapter 26, um, we saw in the last couple of verses, <clears throat> when Esau was 40 years old, he took as wives Judith, the daughter of Beeri the Hittite, and what looks like Basemath or Basemath, the daughter of Elon the Hittite. And they were a grief of mind to Isaac and Rebekah. So I believe that that is because they had, um, you know, they were not following the Lord. They were not following God. And they would have, you know, an undue and ungodly influence on Esau. And so, of course, Isaac and Rebekah being his parents, you know, they were concerned. <clears throat> but you'll notice he, he didn't take wives until he was 40, and notice he took two wives. One was not sufficient, I suppose. I don't know. Um, but that, that may there, that in and of itself may show a, uh, you know, an issue, a problem. So anyway, now we are ready to read Genesis chapter 27. And I am reading in the Amplified Bible which, unfortunately, I had this set for something else, so I apologize. But I am reading in the Amplified Bible. And we're reading Genesis 27, and I'm just going to start here in verse 1. Now, when Isaac was old and his eyes were too dim to see, he called his elder and favorite son Esau and said to him, My son, and Esau answered him, Here I am. Isaac said, See here, I am old. I do not know when I may die, so now please take your hunting gear, your quiver of arrows, and your bow, and go out into the open country and hunt game for me, and make me a savory and delicious dish of meat, the kind I love, and bring it to me to eat, so that my soul may bless you as my firstborn son before I die. Now notice, I think I've mentioned this before, but I want to just point this out. Isaac considered um, Esau his, his favorite son, just like Rebekah considered Jacob her favorite son. And that was a mistake, you know, that they would, you know, kind of accidentally or incidentally be at odds with each other and set their children at odds by having favorites. That's, you know, it's not a good thing. That doesn't, uh, that doesn't create a good situation. That's always going to create issues. But Rebekah overheard what Isaac said to Esau, his son, and when Esau had gone to the open country to hunt for game that he might bring back, Rebekah said to Jacob, her younger and favorite son, Listen carefully, I heard your father saying to Esau, your brother, Bring me some game and make me a savory and delicious dish of meat, so that I may eat it and declare my blessing on you, in the presence of the Lord before my death. So now, my son, listen carefully to me and do exactly as I command you. Go now to the flock and bring me two good and suitable young goats, and I will make them into a savory dish of meat for your father, the kind he loves to eat. Then you shall bring it to your father to eat, so that he may bless you before his death. Jacob said to Rebekah his mother, Listen, Esau my brother is a hairy man, and I am a smooth-skinned man. Suppose my father touches me and feels my skin, then I will be seen by him as a cheat, impostor, and I will 
bring his curse on me and not a blessing. But his mother said to him, May your curse be on me, my son. Only listen and obey me and go bring the young goats to me. So Jacob went and got the two goats and brought them to his mother, and his mother prepared a delicious dish of food with a delightful aroma, the kind his father loved to eat. Then Rebekah took her elder son, Esau's best clothes, which were with her in her house, and put them on Jacob, her younger son. And she put the skins of the goats on his hands and on the smooth part of his neck. Then she gave her son Jacob the delicious meat and the bread which she had prepared. Now, I want you to remember, Esau had already sold his birthright and all of this to Jacob. While while they're doing and committing this deceit, This was already Jacob's, rightfully and truthfully. Now, you may say that that was wrong of him to, to, to purchase that from Esau for a, you know, a bowl of stew or whatever that little meal was, but Esau was the one that sold it. it. You know, if I ask you for five bucks and you give it to me, did I sin just because I asked for five bucks? You know, I no, I didn't. If I, you know, if I ask to share in your inheritance or, or anything of you, you know, I might ask, I don't think just me asking is a sin. How you respond to that can be a sin or not. You can refuse and not sin. And you can, um, <clears throat> you can also, uh, you know, other than refuse, you can also accept and, and not sin. But Esau totally just, oh, he gave up everything just for a meal, you know, and, uh, that's, you know, this was already Jacob's birthright at this time. He had already purchased this from Esau. So he's just, they're, they're closing the deal in a, in a rather deceitful way. I don't think this was really necessary. Again, they're trying to help God. God had already said that Jacob would be the one. But, uh, but they're going to go through with this deceit and they're going to make sure it happens. Okay. But this was really unnecessary because Jacob had already purchased Esau's birthright. Esau no longer had claim to it. Okay, so just want to point that out. It's something to think about. You know, when we make deals, when we uh, when we deal and uh, I say deal is not always the right word. Interact with others. And we make agreements. We we need to honor those agreements. We need to make sure that that's you know what we're doing. But we we also need to make sure that we do not enter into agreements or make an agreement that we do not or cannot live up to. All right. So he went to his father and said, "My father." And Isaac said, "Here I am. Who are you, my son?" Jacob said to his father, "I am Esau, your firstborn." I have done what you told me to do. Now please sit up and eat some of my game so that you may bless me. Isaac said to his son, How is it that you have found the game so quickly, my son? And he said, Because the Lord your God caused it to come to me. But Isaac wondered and said to Jacob, Please come close to me so that I may touch you, my son, and determine if you are really my son Esau or not. So Isaac is basically blind at this point. And they, they said earlier, you know, it said earlier that his eyes were dimmed and he, he could not see. 
All right. So Jacob approached Isaac, and his father touched him and said, The voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. He could not recognize him as Jacob because his hands were hairy like his brother Esau's hands. So he blessed him. But he said, Are you really my son Esau? Jacob answered, I am. Then Isaac said, Bring the food to me, and I will eat some of my son's game so that I may bless you. He brought it to him, and he ate, and he brought him wine, and he drank. Then his father Isaac said to him, Please come, my son, and kiss me. So he came and kissed him. And Isaac smelled his clothing and blessed him and said, The scent of my son Esau is like the aroma of a field which the Lord has blessed. Now may God give you the dew of heaven to water your land and the fatness, fertility of the earth, and an abundance of grain and new wine. May people serve you and nations bow down to you, be lord and master over your brothers, and may your mother's sons bow down to you. May those who curse you be cursed, and may those who bless you be blessed. Now, I think it's funny that the heading in the next part here, uh, in the Amplified Bible, they call this the stolen blessing. But, as I mentioned before, uh, you know, that's just the heading they gave it. Um, as I mentioned before, Jacob has already purchased this birthright, which is a shame, and it's it's terrible, and it, and it is bad that they're going through this deceit when they should have just been up front about all this to begin with. But, nonetheless... It's not really stolen when you've already purchased it and you're just claiming it as yours. You're you're like collecting your goods. You know, I've already paid for it. I'm, I'm going now to pick that up. You know, so it's not really stealing at this point. Now, some may disagree with me on that, but Esau was the one who gave it up. He's the one who turned it over to Jacob. So I, I can't see this any other way. It's not really stolen when you're just collecting what's yours. It's still being done, I think, in the wrong manner. But I'm just, just mentioning that, you know, something to think about. Now, as soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob, and Jacob had scarcely left the presence of Isaac, his father, Esau, his brother, came in from his hunting. Esau also made a delicious dish of meat and brought it to his father and said, let my father get up and eat some of his son's game, so that you may bless me. Isaac, his father, said to him, Who are you? And he replied, I am your son, your firstborn, Esau. Then Isaac trembled violently, and he said, Then who was the one who was just here, who hunted game and brought it to me? I ate all of it before you came, and I blessed him. Yes, and he, in fact, shall be, shall remain blessed. When Esau heard the words of his father, he cried out with a great and extremely bitter cry and said to his father, Bless me, even me also, O my father. Isaac said, Your brother came deceitfully and has... Now, mind you, this is from Isaac's point of view. I don't think Isaac knows what has occurred in the past. Okay, Your brother came deceitfully and has fraudulently taken away your blessing for himself. Esau replied, Is he not rightly named Jacob the supplanter? For he has supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright, and now he has taken away my blessing. Okay, well, they're making a distinction between the birthright and the blessing. Hmm. 
I'm not sure. Hmm. Okay. They're, they are making a distinction between the two, and I guess I had forgotten that. I thought the two were tied together. I thought the two really were the same thing. Hmm. So that's interesting that they make a distinction here. Um, so in this case, if that is true, that they looked at these as two different things, I mean, Esau may be complaining about the birthright, but he gave that up willingly. Hmm. And now he has taken away my blessing. Have you not reserved a blessing for me? But Isaac replied to Esau, listen carefully. I have made Jacob your lord and master. I have given him all his brothers and relatives and servants, and I have sustained him with grain and new wine. What then can I do for you, my son? Esau said to his father, Have you only one blessing, my father? Bless me even also, O my father. Then Esau, no longer able to restrain himself, raised his voice and wept loudly. Then Isaac, his father, answered and prophesied and said to him. Now, this is part of the amplification. It says, and prophesied and said to him, Your dwelling shall be away from the fertility of the earth and away from the dew of heaven. But you shall live by your sword and serve your brother. However, it shall come to pass when you break loose from your anger and hatred that you will tear his yoke off your neck and you will be free of him. So Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing with which his father blessed him. And Esau said in his heart, The days of mourning for my father are very near. Then I will kill my brother Jacob. When these words of her elder son Esau were repeated to Rebekah, she sent for Jacob, her younger son, and said to him, Listen carefully. Your brother Esau is comforting himself concerning you by planning to kill you. So now, my son, listen and do what I say. Go, escape to my brother Laban in Haram. Stay with him for a while until your brother's anger subsides. When your brother's anger toward you subsides and he forgets what you did to him, then I will send and bring you back from there. Why should I be deprived of both, of you both in a single day? Then Rebekah said to Isaac, I am tired of living because of the daughters of Heth, these insolent wives of Esau. If Jacob takes a wife from the daughters of Heth, like these daughters of the land, what good will my life be to me? So here, Rebekah wanted um, Jacob to take a wife, obviously, from back among her people and her family. Again, godly people. Obviously, these wives of Esau were, were still, uh, you know, an upset, these insolent wives. Now, if we look up uh, the word, word insolent, just to give us a quick idea here of what we're referring to, it's, it's being rude and, and an arrogant lack of respect. So, um, you know, they were insolent. They, they didn't, they weren't respectful. They didn't, you know, they, they didn't have a godly upbringing or a godly way about them. So now, on the other hand, you can say this deceitfulness that uh, Rebecca practiced with Jacob was not, doesn't seem very godly or very likely, very good. Now, again, I want to go back to the birthright and the blessing. I had honestly believed that the birthright and the blessing were tied together and were the same. However, they are not. Not in the way this is spoken of, not in the way this is done here. Obviously, the family did know 
that Esau had sold his birthright. But in that case, I'm not sure why he would have gotten the blessing anyway. He had already sold away his birthright and all that that would have involved. So it wouldn't have made sense for him to be blessed and he couldn't be made put in that position of authority again anyway because Jacob would have still been the one in authority, would have been the one with the birthright. So it's a little confusing and and they still, like I said, their heading says the stolen blessing, but I, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure that this was actually. I mean, it's wrong. It's deceitful and it's wrong. But I'm not sure. Hmm. Well, anyway, it's deceitful. It's wrong. We should we should always be more forthright and uh, straightforward in our dealings. In my opinion, um, I don't think that acting this out in this way made sense. I think it would have been better to be more forthright. Honestly, if since Jacob had the birthright, he was going to be the one in authority and, and inherit everything anyway. So it seems like he would have almost had to have had the blessing um, for everything to flourish and, and be appropriate. But, you know, that's my opinion. That's just a thought. Um this is what happened. This is the way it is. Whatever we can learn from this, we should learn. Um, again, I apologize. I had really thought the birthright and the blessing were basically the same thing. I still think they are heavily tied together, but um, they do make it sound as if it's two separate things, like Esau could have possibly had the blessing without the birthright, but that doesn't really make good sense to me. Nonetheless, it is, I suppose it is possible. All right. Okay. And you notice Esau's wives are still a problem for Rebecca at the end. Um, and she really wants Jacob to marry, you know, someone that they would, you know, that would be more respectful, be more godly, that would know their ways, I'm sure, that would be God uh, fearing and following, you know. So. All right, so that is Genesis chapter 27. I want to thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. May the Lord keep you and bless you. And remember, God loves you.